time for the sexiest cigar podcast in the nation, The Good Cigar, with your favorite host and mine, Al Roman. Well, hello and welcome to Good Cigar. I'm your host, Al Roman. Today with me, the beautiful, the talented, the Melissa. Thank you. That's, <laughs> that's perfect. You like that, huh? I do. Yeah. Al has a new toy. Yeah. So she, uh, we have, uh, we're, we're, we're broadcasting from the new uh, Rodecaster Pro, uh, the new soundboard I've gotten, and I'm already loving this thing. It's absolutely wonderful. Um, I'm, the biggest part is just kind of figuring out all the new toy buttons to hit and stuff. And every time Melissa hears, you know, the Melissa. She wants that to be played. So I was like, I like you know, that. okay. So if that comes up, we'll, uh, we'll play that. And of course, you know what she wanted for mine? She wanted this every time I said, Hey, I'm, I'm your host, Al Roman. <laughs> yes. That's what she laughter. wanted. She wanted laughter. <laughs> so this is a new, it's a new toy and I absolutely love this thing. Uh, but it's the sound quality and let, let me know, email me, uh, and let me know what you think of the sound quality compared to the other ones on this one. If We're you still playing. The difference. Yeah, if you notice the difference or not at Al Roman at the goodcigar.com. Or you can go to the webpage, thegoodcigar.com, and you can email me there and uh, let me know. And you can also register for giveaways there and buy our swag and our cool stuff. But you can uh, let me know if what if you think it's any better, changed any much, or or what you're thinking and how this soundboard's exactly going. sounds exactly the same. Yeah, or if it just says, you know, it sounds exactly the same. So we'll... we'll... I, I'm, I'm curious to know because Al convinced me it was absolutely a must-have new toy. Oh, yeah. Oh, excuse well, I can me, do... not a toy. It's a tool. Yeah, this soundboard does so many things at once, and the way I can control everything, so much better than our other soundboard, and I'm really, really enjoying this, especially with, I mean, it just does so much, and the ease of this. Uh, one of the other podcasts I had talked with them, the Straight Cut, the guys from the Straight Cut, and they had got this uh, Roadcaster Pro, and they were completely thrilled with that, because I was also looking at the uh, Zoom LH, uh, yeah, Zoom L8, and it did a lot more. Uh, a few more things than what this one did, uh, but it was really set up more for you could also do, like, say, music. You had a band playing and going, hmm. well, I really don't need that. I can still do that if I needed to, but I'm not playing a band anytime soon. I really needed it for our podcast and recording. Oh, I can totally see us having a band. Like the Tonight Show, you know, we have, who's it, the doc over on the side playing music. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could see that, too. So when, you know, down the road, you and I are doing our own Yeah, so you can say show. that you knew me when I was little. Yes, baby. <laughs> Before we blew up. Before you were famous. Well, uh, I'm going to get to uh, what we're smoking today because we got a great show. We got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, today, I'm smoking the Macanudo Inspirado Orange. It's a five by uh, five point seven by fifty two Toro. Its wrapper is Honduran. The binder is Honduran, and the filler is Dominican Republic, Honduran, and Nicaraguan. It's a medium to full. The Inspirado Orange originally uh, started as a U European exclusive. And it produces a rich, buttery blend with almonds, pepper, leathery core, and medium to full. So that's what we're smoking today. And it comes in around about uh, $12. That's oh, you know what? I think it's cheaper than that. I'm sorry. Uh, this comes in at uh, right at uh, $6. Yeah. Wow. For this one. So it's a... It's a bargain. That's a heck of a bargain. And, you know, Macanudo has been around for so long. And we have an interview uh, with a representative from Macanudo Cigars. We have uh, this afternoon, we're going to have an interview with... Laurel Chili with Macanudo Cigars is going to be on the show with us today, and she's going to uh, talk about the Macanudo. She's had a great interview with her. And uh, why don't you tell them what we are drinking and pairing with our Macanudo Orange? 
Well, that would be the Regalia Vodka, Silver Elite French. And it has notes of aromas of breakfast cereal, slate, which I'm curious to know what slate tastes like, charcoal, and wet grass. The palate entry is supple and smoky sweet, thick in texture, and altogether delightful. Mid-palate highlights the ashy sweetness. Aco and Porter's Inc. is proud to present the Vodka Regalia and Vodka Regalia Gold, with a recipe dating back to the times of Peter the Great, when it was made by the order of the Tsar for the, his first guard infantry, infantry regiment. And it's a, it's a pretty bottle. Did you read the... Uh, oh, there's more. Well, there's you're more. a two-pager. Yeah. Regalia Vodka is produced in the Russian city of Yaroslav. Yaroslav. It is a wheat-based vodka produced upon from a five-time distillation process. The unique silver filtration system is what vaults regalia into a world of its own, the realm of vodka nobility. It may be a little-known fact, but the term blue blood actually comes from the therapeutic antibiotic qualities of the silver used for making plates and utensils for feasting royalty worldwide. Nice. Uh, I think I bought this one. You did. It came in at uh, $25, too, is what it came in at. Well, I was attracted to the bottle. It looks like a big old crown. It looks like a crown is what this looks like. And I thought that was pretty unique. Even though it's made in it's a Russian vodka, and they say for the French, it was the during that time period. Uh, so it was a French, you know, uh, inspired or something that they did with this. But we've, uh, I've, we're drinking it on the rocks. And... Um, the first sip of this right here, I've got to say, it's a very tasty. It's a very tasty vodka, very smooth, and it does have some of those notes that it was talking about. I got a little bit of the grassiness into that, and a little bit of the wheatness to it. Do you taste slate and charcoal? Um, a slight bit of the charcoal I get, yeah, because it's a, it's a very clean tasting vodka. Now it's been distilled five times, so the impurities are out of it. I mean, they've they've five times distilling. Really is going to take a lot, but a lot of times it takes a lot of the flavor out of it. So I'm really surprised that it still has this much flavor in a vodka, uh, to for the what it what's in it. So what it, what it has, I, I'm thoroughly. You're pleased. Yeah, I'm thoroughly pleased with that, and uh, I've got it. Uh, just we've got it over the rocks, and that's really nice. And we're and we're pairing it with the Macanudo Inspirado Orange, and I've had this one before, and uh, you know we have Laurel Tilly on with our. Uh, show this week and she does a such a great job and uh, like i told her macanudo is one that i'm rediscovering again now i have a favorite of my macanudo and that's their vintage they have a 19 uh their vintage blend maduro which uses some very old uh wrappers uh in their blend and that is a great cigar and so when we got these cigars in the orange and the green and the white i was thoroughly thoroughly surprised at how well that was and how good these cigars were. And so far, I said, we've, I've already lit them up and I've already cut them for us. And how much of a perfect burn that it is in here. A nice, even draw. Very smooth. And the flavors in this. It's not a, for me, this is like a medium. Just straight up medium cigar. But don't you like the flavors in it so far? I mean, how the, you can get some of that, uh, almost a little bit of citrus on there. Well, I, so I was going to ask. I'm getting the the buttery almond mm-hmm. with a little a little light pepper, um, but I was 
going to ask about the name orange. I was expecting citrusy. You're saying you're actually picking up citrusy? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not getting So they the have citrusy. on the Inspirado labels, they have they've colored them. So they've got a white, uh, a black, an orange, a green, and a red. And each one of those is a different blend on there. And um, I was going to give you the white very creamy, creamy white, which is their, which is their lightest first blend. It's got a Connecticut wrapper, which you like the Connecticut wrappers a lot. But having had this one before, I thought you were going to like this one to try because it does have some really great flavors. Of all the all the lines next to the vintage, this is my favorite. I, I could smoke these every day. These Macanudos and Sparados. It's a it's a mild cigar. It's mild. I, I don't get the citrus like you do. But yeah. I, I definitely get the peppery almond, and it's it's pretty buttery. It's not. Yeah, it's, it's just not, a good tasting cigar. Yeah. Um, the wrap, the oils from the wrapper on the lips leave a nice nice taste on there. It's burning, absolutely great. Um, the biggest problem is I smoke these kind of fast because the the draw is is a medium straight draw right there, and I can smoke these pretty fast. They're not tightly tightly packed. Um, but it's going to burn a little, so it's going to burn a little bit quicker, a little harder, but man, it's burning nice. I'm enjoying this. Nothing to slow you down, huh? No, no, nothing at all. And, uh, that's why I wanted to pair it too, because I didn't want anything to overpower this cigar. So I paired it with this vodka. Um, we've had this vodka for a while. I know you've been wanting to get into it. I kept telling you, wait, I want to do it for the show. I want to do it for the show. And I'm glad we did because this is pairing really nice because it's not overpowering. It's not it's not complicating any of the flavors into this. So don't be afraid to experiment when you're at home and you're trying to pair a cigar with a liquor. Don't be afraid to to try new things, whether it be a tequila, a vodka. A lot of guys just do. I'm just doing straight bourbon with a cigar. I'm doing a straight scotch with a cigar. And that's all I'm doing. Uh, don't be don't be afraid to try new things because you're going to discover new flavors and you can take the same cigar and pair it with a different drink and you're going to get some different flavors different. Out of it. yeah you can get some different notes out of it as well which are kind of unique get out of your rut people and you know what this bottle is so pretty it would make a nice gift if somebody wanted to give me another bottle That's yeah it pretty. would it's, yeah, pretty. it's really nice isn't yeah. it it's very pretty yeah. Well, let's, um, you know, since we're talking about the Macanoodle, let's go ahead and get into the interview with Laurel Tilly with Macanoodle Cigars. And because uh, she does a great job with that. And uh, let's listen to that and uh, get into that, shall we? Yes. Let's talk to Laurel. Well, today on the show with me, I have Laurel Tilly from Macanoodle Cigars. She's the face of Macanoodle Cigars. She's the brand ambassador and she's just amazing. Hello and welcome. How are you doing, ma'am? I am well. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited. Oh, we're so happy to have you here on the show. I had talked with Bruce from Cigar Journal, and he said, you've got to talk with, with Laurel. You're going to have a blast. I was like, please, please send her my way. I want to talk with this woman. I've, I've seen you before on different channels and uh, different interviews, and I said, I'd love to get her on the show, just full of energy. And and, and you're with Macanudo, which I absolutely love so many of the Macanudo. And so can you tell me how you, tell me how you kind of once, how you got started in cigars and a little bit of kind of your background history for the, those who people who may not know. Sure. So, um, yeah, I mean, if we want to really do a deep dive, my first cigar ever was actually on my 18th birthday. Um, 
it was not the most enjoyable experience. There was a lot working against me, like the weather. Um, you know, I live in Milwaukee, so it was winter um, and having to smoke outside. Um, but I remember really enjoying the the concept of it. I was like, okay, well, I, I'm sure that the stars could align to kind of produce a better experience overall. Um, but I remember just being very fun and social and kind of wanting to look deeper into that. So um, I moved to Milwaukee for college and ended up stumbling upon a cigar shop with some friends and they offered uh, like college nights so you could go and um, there were cigar and pipe clubs with people from other universities in the area. So it was a chance to socialize and meet people from different colleges. And uh, it was just something to do when we weren't old enough to go to the bars. And I ended up taking a job there part-time and within a couple of months I was there full-time and I ended up working in cigar retail at the store for just about six years and uh, then I was notified of the position with General um, actually about I hadn't started yet my last semester and uh, I was like oh there's no way General is going to hire me and like I haven't even graduated yet and uh, then I ended up interviewing with um our PR woman, Victoria, and the rest is history. So I got hired on as an event manager. And then in a couple of months, they had approached me about taking this position with Macanudo. And I've been, I've been with General going on four years now. And I've been with Macanudo specifically um, about three. Wow, that is, that is great. So, you know, at 18, you had your first cigar. What, was there somebody, a family member or anything that, uh, you know, that you said, hey, like my grandfather or something that enjoyed them? Or was it just like, you know, this is something I I've, I've, was drawn to and wanted to do uh, in getting started with cigars? So, um, funnily enough, uh, my, my father smoked cigars in his car occasionally. And I remember getting in the car as a kid <laughs> and be like, oh, God, what does that smell? <laughs> and my mom would always complain that it smelled like cigars in there. Um, and he was a very occasional smoker. Uh, my godfather is a, a huge cigar smoker, but uh, it was actually my friends at the time who got me into it because I was, I turned 18 about six months after my circle of friends and so they had all started getting into cigars because they thought it was like the cool thing to do now that they were legally adults <laughs> yeah. and uh well it is it still about, is <laughs> exactly so they, they had approached me about smoking a cigar on my 18th birthday and i was like okay you know i'm willing to try it and uh, i guess the rest is history <laughs> well, that is that is that is such a great story of getting into the cigars um through because cigar smoking is such a social event it, tr oh, it truly sure. brings everybody, so many people together uh, that I haven't found anything else that does that. Not a coffee shop, not even the bars. You know, people just get their drinks and they go on. Um, it's just that cigars. You're you're stuck there for an hour communicating and talking with people. And exactly. That and in. that's honestly what I think drew me in initially when I first started visiting um, the store that I ended up working at was that it was really such a community. And I mean, 80% of the customers there, I would say, were regulars, and it was coming in. They knew you by name. They knew what you smoked or at least knew what your flavor profile was, and um, the owner of the shop, they only in the last, I think, two years put one TV in there, but uh, <laughs> it's not even in the lounge. It's just in, like, the main part of the store, and it was, I mean, basically, like, forced communication. Um, and it was great because you go to the lounge and you met people from every walk of life, every background. And I have so many friends that, you know, my relationships to this day are from that store. In fact, I met my husband there. Um, and so you really form these lifelong relationships from 
this common bond over something as simple as a cigar. Yeah, really, really do. Because you're, you're kind of forced into talking with people. It's such a social thing. And it doesn't really matter what cigar you're smoking. As long as you're smoking a cigar, I'm going to like you for some reason. That's just the way that works out. I like you. and we're gonna Well, get- exactly. And, you know, he was very, um, very much an advocate of wanting the world to be like a cigar lounge because it was, you know, you could come in and it doesn't matter, you know, how much money you had, you know, race, religion, political leaning, it didn't matter because you came in, you bought a cigar, it didn't matter what cigar. Um, and you just could conversate over, you know, a common product and that's what it was. And so it was, it was a really, it's just a fun environment. I, I very much enjoy the cigar community for sure. Oh, yes. Well, speaking of cigars, I want to hear about these Macanudos uh, because you sent me some and I had, the, and this is the Inspirado line. And I yes, I think abs- I sent you one of each. Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> there's going to be so many more in my humidor coming up here. My wife doesn't know it yet, but there's going to be a bunch more. And my wife. Perfect. My wife and I, we do the show, and she smokes cigars with me. And I was like, you know, in the pack, there was a cigar for her as well. And so this weekend, we're gonna be we're gonna be starting to smoke. Uh, I'm gonna give her one of those to get started with and going because it's such a pleasure. It was really good smokes, and it's a, a Macanudo is kind of a line that I haven't, you know, really. I, I have some favorite Macanudos, and one of the ones my favorite one is the the vintage that Macanudo vintage. I love the that. Maduro. Yes. Oh my gosh, I. <laughs> That is such a good, tasty cigar, and it's so smooth, and it's because of those aged tobaccos. But oh, with yeah. these, and I tried the orange, Inspirado Orange Robusto, and it was so much flavor. I, it was just kind of like, you know what? I'm rediscovering Macanudo again. You know, the now, different is that the lines. first time you had the orange? That is the first time I've had the orange, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, was... geez, I would have sent you more. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's one. My wife always says, yeah, I always get like a handful of cigars, not just one if I grab it, because she knows like you're going to smoke two or three and you're going to want more. And so you just grab, I grab them right then when she knows me very well. Like it's not just getting one or two cigars. I'm getting a handful because it's, you know, that's the way it goes. It's the you, only way to do it. You always need more. It's just. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's like if you're going to go on vacation or take cigars to a, a family function or a wedding or whatever, I mean, my rule of thumb is. Pick out all the cigars you think you're going to need and then double it because I promise you, you'll still go through everything you bring. You will. It never, ever fails you go through. And then you end up giving away half because people, as soon as they see you smoking a cigar and they're like, oh, oh, uh, uh, and you can just see that look in their eye of, do you have more? Everybody comes out of the woodwork. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, you got cigars? Yeah, I got cigars. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm very happy that you enjoyed that one. I know we, um, we are talking about it a little bit before the call, but the Inspirato Orange is actually my favorite as well. And it's just um, for so many reasons. And that's actually the cigar that started the Inspirato series. I'm not sure if you have a ton of familiarity with kind of how um, the Inspirato series came to be. In no, that's instance. my, yeah, that was my next question. So I wanted to hear on how this, you know, what was the inspiration and what was kind of the goal of having these Inspiratos and where they come from and what was the design and like, this is why we're putting these out. So um, it was originally blended for our European market. Um, You know, we have only for our brands, CAO, Macnudo and Don Tomas are Mm -hmm. the only ones that we're able to sell globally because they don't share um, like a Cuban heritage name. Um, So we're able to develop new Macnudo or CAO for our European market. And um, 
you know, have some crossover in, in that regard. So we blended it in 2014 and it, you know, it was literally competing against Cubans. Um, it also helps that it was coming in about <laughs> 10 year old less than its Cuban counterparts. Yeah. Um, but truly I remember, uh, traveling to Spain a couple months prior or a couple months after I had started um, with this position and going to cigar shops and seeing legitimately, it was like all Cubans and then like Davidoff and the Inspirado Orange. Um, so it was very interesting, but because it had to kind of go after that Cuban-esque flavor, we were using different tobaccos, um, doing more complex blending, you know, pulling on tobaccos that we hadn't necessarily used for Macanudo before. Um, so the orange in particular, particular we're using Nicaraguan Ometepe for the filler which is one of my absolute favorite growing regions mm-hmm. um, and then with the success of the orange in Europe we brought it to the states in 2016 and we got some really fantastic accolades um, in Cigar Aficionado and um, some other publications that really I think helped shed a light on this new brand that um, we were you know we were innovating within Macanudo and then we um, subsequently released the black and the white a year later in 2017 at the trade show. And then 2018 was the red. Um, 2019, we in the interim, we just did um, a limited release. And then, of course, we have the green coming out in early August of this year. So yes. kind of the theory behind the whole thing was, you know, Macanudo is it's got so much heritage. It's really a staple within the cigar industry. Um, but typically, when people hear the name Macanudo, they think it's synonymous with being a mellower cigar. And um, that, of course, is not the case, especially now with the Inspirato line. So it was kind of our response to um, a trending boutique market and pulling on more unique tobaccos and coming up with blends that, um, you know, we can say, like, yes, we're here. We've been here um, for over 50 years now, but um, we can continue to deliver blends that uh, – people are looking for today oh oh yes and i've had the black and I, I thoroughly enjoyed the black as well and but i had to have the orange before and i just had that one and i was, it was so surprised how many how much flavor came out of that cigar and how tasty that was uh and what a th- thrill to enjoy you know and what i found one thing i've really enjoyed about the macanudos every, every one that i've ever had has been a really good construction really good quality cigar on that um, even if some of the ones were like, you know, it's not really, really my taste, but they've, that was still a good cigar to smoke. Uh, yeah. Like you can still appreciate the craftsmanship. That yes. Very, very, very much so, uh, within the Macanudo. And I can't wait to yeah, try the other ones. And, you know, of course we still have our, um, our core line, you know, we have our cafe and, mm-hmm. you know, 1968 and crew Royale, and those definitely still, Um, you know, have their place. And, you know, obviously we don't want to discount those because if you look at our cafe series in particular, there's so many um, cigars that have kind of stemmed from that. And, you know, that being the catalyst for this entire line, but, you know, the Inspirato series has just been great for drawing people either who haven't had Macanudo ever or people who haven't smoked it in 10 years. I mean, I can't tell you how many times people are like, oh, I, you know, Macanudo was my first cigar. I, I haven't smoked one in 20 years. I'm like, that's awesome. But try something, you know, try the Inspirato line or try one of our limited releases. It's so different from what you're used to from that brand. Yeah, it is. Now I smoke them every now and then because uh, I do like the, um, the, the, <clears throat> excuse me, the Macanudo line. And like I said, my vin- the vintage one is still my favorite. Matter of fact, on oh, my, yeah. on my, Shelf next to me is the, you know, they have the stainless steel bands that go on those cigars. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm seeing 22 already just right there. <laughs> so 
I don't know what I'm doing with those, but they're so cool that, uh, you know, that was like, that's really cool. And the cigar was amazing. And and then having this one here, like I said, it's really rediscovering the Macanudo lines again, going, wow, there's, I can't believe that this is the, the great flavors and tastes that are coming out of the Macanudo lines. And so... What what are your favorites? You told me before that this is kind of your favorite of the Inspirado lines. Are there other ones that are your favorite cigars or any other? And, you, and I know you're going to smoke Macanudo. Is there other cigars too out there that you enjoy too as well uh, during this? Oh or? yeah. Well, and you know the nice thing is coming from a um, you know a retail background, I had access to a lot of different cigars, not just Macanudo. You know, within the Inspirado series, the Orange is my favorite. Um, like you, I also very much enjoy that Vintage 97. Um, that Perfecto size is just fantastic. And um, I, uh, the 1968 is probably like my dark horse of Macanudo, <laughs> um, where I feel like it's, it's incredibly underrated for what the blend is. But, uh, you know, if I'm doing cigars, I'm doing like a, a personal cigar order. Um, I smoke, I love Cameroon. So we do a CAO Cameroon and an Excalibur Cameroon. Um, so I typically have those in stock in my humidor. Um, the, the Hoya de Monterey that we did with AJ Fernandez, the La Amistad, the gold in particular, um, is very much in my wheelhouse. Um, and the La Gloria uh, Collection Reserva um, from... Um, it's a 25th anniversary blend that we actually did in collaboration with Ernesto Perez Carrillo, who I'm sure you know is the original founder of La Gloria. Um, and then, you know, outside of our brands, um, I try to stay current with what else is out there. I've been smoking a lot of like the the Southern Draw Rose of Sharon. I really enjoy that in the Lancero size. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great cigar. Um, yeah, and you know, I'm just trying to think of well, what else I've smoked lately. That my wife is a huge fan of the CAO Cameroon. I just introduced, okay. her, I just introduced her to that cigar because that's one of my favorites. Is that CAO Cameroon? I love a Cameroon wrapper, uh, and sorry. I had it in the back. And we had on Rick Rodriguez uh, from CAO here on the show uh, a couple weeks ago, and so I gave her. I said, "I'm smoking this one here, but I want you to try this Cameroon because this is one of my favorites." And she got onto that one, and she was like, "This is so good. Where are they? Where are they? Because I want to know where they're at." And to get yes. in, I'm like, <laughs> "I'm gonna." Have Which to- is funny because Rick doesn't even really like Cameroon. <laughs> no, he doesn't even really care for the Cameroon like that. But yeah, I, that's one of my favorite ones too. And I love all the CAO as well. Um, yes, and which are just greatness. But to give her that one, that was uh, I was funny that you mentioned that too as well because she loves that one. And, and like I said, that's one of my favorites too as well. Is that is that Cameroon yeah. wrapper? Well, in CAO, when I first started smoking cigars, I'm from a pretty small town in Wisconsin, you know, prior to moving to Milwaukee, um, we didn't have access to a lot of cigars. So the first cigars that I was really smoking on a regular basis were Gurkha and CAO, because that's what the liquor store had. <laughs> and so I remember smoking a ton of the Brasilia. Um, we got the little tins of the America. They had the Cameroon. They also had the CAO gold and gold Maduro. Mm-hmm. So early, early on in my cigar smoking career, um, I had an affinity for CAO and the Cameroon was always that flavor that stuck with me. And it's, it's really difficult to pinpoint because it's just this unique balance of like sweet and spicy and like, I don't know, a little bit of cedar and it's just, it's a, a flavor that really doesn't compare to anything else. But yes, I am a huge Cameroon fan yeah. and then the CAO does really well with it. They do a, a great job with that. Being a, being a, a woman in this industry, how, what has been your experience with that? And have you had any difficulties and are you, do, and like my wife and I, we both do the show, we both smoke cigars and I see a, a more of a growing 
um, group of women who are starting to enjoy now and, and not feeling afraid to try and, and get into cigars. And that's one of the things we want to bring about on our show is that experience of, you know, get your wife to try these cigars. What has been your experience uh, as a woman in the industry uh, going? Do you see it improving uh, or getting worse? Or how, how do you how do you think that is? Oh, only improving 100%. And I mean, you know, I'm traveling around to many different markets. And there's obviously markets that are bigger, um, like the Chicagoland area is really big for um, women smokers, um, like the Miami area, uh, a lot in like the Carolinas. So, you know, there's pockets where I think it's more popular. Um, but I also think it's in the areas where cigar smoking and access to cigar lounges is more prevalent overall. But I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've done events for like women's only cigar clubs. And um, just even in my experience, starting in retail at 19 and, you know, being to where I am now, I mean, I've been working in cigars now for um, a decade, which is crazy, but um, <laughs> just, you know, even the improvement and acceptance that I don't think it was necessarily like early on people not accepting it. I think it was still just new and unique where it, it wasn't like, you know, it was a judgment thing or, you know, we don't want you to, you know, come back and hang out with us in the lounge. It was just, you know, a woman going into a cigar shop on her own to enjoy a cigar without her significant other or a friend or something was a little bit odd, but I mean, it's an incredibly accepting industry, um, you know, kind of circling back to what we were talking about earlier. I think, you know, if you come in and, you know, you can sit down and you're talking to people and, you know, you're just enjoying yourself, like there's acceptance for everybody, but yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's been, it's been a good experience. I mean, people are, very willing to, especially in my position, they, they come into events there. They want to listen to what I have to say. They want to learn about Macanudo. They, you know, they're truly interested. So it's, it's, um, it's a very good experience to be honest. Yeah. That's what, that's what we've seen too, as well. We've seen that too, as well, that it's really growing and expanding and becoming more accepted everywhere. Uh, that, that, it's and it's okay. Enjoy if you don't if don't be afraid to ask a, ask a question like, "Hey, this I'm new to this," or "I've been smoking and here's the cigar I want." And to see that, uh, we yeah. absolutely love that because it's such a social thing. It brings so many people together. Cigars Day, especially at a lounge, and doing yes. that that is such an enjoyable. And we've talked about this on our show that you know this is a time when we put our phones down and we're gonna t we actually talk for an hours of enjoying that cigar we actually get to talk to one another without tv yeah. without uh radios going without phones computers and the daily grind and you get to kind of contemplate and we get to actually reconnect again every every time we get to smoke that cigar and go uh, which oh, is wonderful absolutely. uh wonderful and you know the only note on that would be is you know even just in seeing the way people are you know conversing about cigars when they go into a shop i mean it's intimidating if you don't really know anything about a product and, you know, going in and asking questions. But, mm -hmm. you know, I remember even early on in my retail days, we'd have a new rep come in and offer me something flavored. And I was like, well, I'm not really a huge flavored smoker. Do you have something else? And, you know, kind of getting past that barrier. So that would be my only, you know, note is just making sure that you're not, you know, trying to pigeonhole someone into something <laughs> specific, whether it be flavored or mild simply sure. because they are a woman. But again, you know, in the years that I've been you know, working here and traveling and stuff, you, you really don't see any of that stigma or any of that, um, you know, bias coming in and saying like, oh, well, you're going to want something mild or you're going to want something flavored. No, and I'm glad that's changing uh, because it's, it's 
it's such a great thing that I want, especially women, to enjoy it with their husbands or their friends or their families. Enjoy the greatness of cigars and to see more women in there. Just it's it's a, it's a really pleasant thing to see. Uh, and I, I see know we're more women more smoking the flatheads, you know, big block seven seventy. I know they can be intimidating. I've seen a guy. There was a lady at at one of the cigar lounges. and She was smoking that big one, and this guy he pulled out. Just he just had a not even a not even a perfecto size, just a small little guy, and smoking in front. And he just kind of looked at her and was like. And he just turned because he's like, oh, yeah, that cigar is way bigger than mine. <laughs> That's awesome. I was like, oh, that is greatness. I wish I had a video camera at that time to record that one because he that look on his face like he just turned and went, oh, I'm turning back around this way. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? It shouldn't be a contest. You know, he should feel perfectly comfortable smoking that cigar. And I mean, and that's what... Like, it drives me crazy with Lanceros. You hear people say, like, oh, I don't want to smoke a Lancero. It's a girly cigar. And you're like, well, but oh, what? No, it's I not. Love. Like, there's so much flavor. Yeah. It's such a great size. And so yes. there shouldn't have to be that stigma. You know, if you enjoy it, good for you. Yeah, that's – there's – there's. I love all the sizes, but I do enjoy a good Lancero. There's something about the way it draws – gets the flavor, you know, or the wrapper – uh, amount of wrapper to the filler is just there's so much more wrapper there. You get that you really get the flavor good in there, especially when the oh, yeah, well made one. Concentration from that wrapper is incredible. Yeah, yes, I think it's you smoke whatever you enjoy, whatever you like, whatever fits your profile. That's what I want you. As long as you're smoking a cigar and enjoying that, that's what I want. Yes, you should never be embarrassed about what you're smoking, whether it be the style of cigar, the size, the brand. If you like flavored cigars, if you're like, I want my cigar to taste like cherry pie, you know what? <laughs> if you are right. happy, then I don't care. You know, and I don't care. And, you know, it is getting better, but, you know, people, they get like, uncomfortable like oh i don't want to smoke that it's you know it's it's too thin like it's it's too feminine of a cigar i'm like well no it's it's not i mean i feel like it's a weird way to categorize a cigar <laughs> that seems yeah it seems really odd to me too i'm like have you smoked a lancera though to see the flavors because you may like that just just go ahead and try yeah, that just and, you know if you want something that's so peppery it's going to blow your socks off then you know what more power to you i'm not going to share in that experience <laughs> but, <laughs> That's right. Well, I want to ask you too. I got a couple just kind of quick questions here to ask you like that. What is your favorite food? What is your favorite drink? And where is your play favorite place to visit? Ooh. Okay. See, favorite food is so hard because for me, it's it really depends on my mood. But if I could really only eat like one thing, it would probably be... <laughs> It would be Hungarian goulash and spitzel. <laughs> I was not expecting that, but that's freaking <laughs> awesome. I mean, you know, if I'm going to be completely <laughs> yeah. candid, it's, you know, um, it was something that my mom made growing up. Um, my family is of Polish and German heritage, and we had, um, a, you know, we had a lot of like those really heavy foods growing up, and uh, it was a recipe that she passed on to me and then I modified to my taste. And it's just, it's one of those like comfort foods or yeah. if I don't know what I want, it's like your favorite band, you know, you can always listen to it and it'll put you in a better mood. So that would probably be it. But, you know, um, I very much awesome. enjoy like curries, whether it be like um, an Indian based curry mm -hmm. or like a Thai based curry. Oh yes. Um, anything with sauce, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am though. You're going to have to send me that uh, recipe because my mom's side of the family is Czech, Irish, and American Indian. We also found out we have French and German in there too. And so th 
the Czech side, I love all that that type of food. So she made that different types okay. of food, and but my dad's side of the family is all Hispanic, and so she made Mexican food as well too. So I've got this, if, if there's a holiday, I pretty much got it covered. I'm good to go. Very diverse. <laughs> yeah, I'm and that's how my go. husband's family is. They're um, his mom's side is Italian, so if we go over there for holidays. You you have the traditional meal. So like if it's Thanksgiving, you have the you know the turkey and the mashed potatoes and stuffing. But then there's like an entire second meal that's all Italian. <laughs> I love like, second meal. Way too much food. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best. Second meals are the greatest. <laughs> yes, I mean I'm definitely not complaining. Um, we just you know literally have to roll ourselves out of their house. Yeah, every single time, every holiday. So what's your favorite uh-huh. drink now? What is your favorite uh, cocktail of choice? Favorite cocktail of choice? Um, you know, probably just a screwdriver. It's simple, but it's one of those things that I can drink all the time. You know, it's wonderfully summery. Um, I drink a lot of wine when I'm mm-hmm. smoking, um, and I like making, you know, like fruity tiki drinks. But if I'm just going to make a, a no frills, no fuss cocktail, probably just yeah, a screwdriver. Yeah, that's good for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. That's just that's yeah, just that's just good <laughs> all the way through. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could make one, you know, in a half an hour, it'd be perfect. Yeah, it's just greatness there. And where's your so far with the, <clears throat> with all the stuff you've done with the cigar industry where's your been your favorite place to visit um as far as like being on the road yeah yeah um, what's favorite cigar lounge or favorite location uh, that you were like so i can tell you my favorite cigar lounge is in it's called spring street cigar and it's in i'll have to look it up i can't remember if it's in alabama or mississippi i think it's in I don't know. I'll, I'll have to Google it and let you know. But yeah, it's called Spring Street Cigar, <laughs> and it's just this beautiful little shop. So it's the um, it's a very like it's a very southern style house. So if mm-hmm. you go to like New Orleans and you see those houses with like the wraparound oh, yeah, porches yeah. and balconies, and you know you go in and it's all exposed brick and the humidor is beautiful and like the aesthetic is just so pleasant and welcoming and they just have this little bar um and the people there are super nice i mean i visit a lot of cigar shops mm-hmm. um but aesthetically pleasing um that is my number one that i have seen um but i've also there's a, a casa de monte cristo in countryside illinois and it's not a casa de monte cristo in the sense where like casa de monte cristo has their own stores like there's obviously some affiliation but it's its own deal and it is just the most state of the art store I have really ever seen. Like they have this whole entertainment room in the basement. Like there's an elevator and all these wonderful, like reclining movie chairs and a full bar and like this big movie screen. And they have this amazing vintage room. And it's just, it is such a well done, well designed store. It's absolutely gorgeous. Oh, that is. See, and I asked that because if, if <clears throat> excuse me again, once we go on travels and stuff, I want to go to places. I want people to get that out to as well because now that I'm writing that down, that's on my list of places to go. Awesome. That's going to be um, there. Two, two very, very different feels. Like the, the Casa is very modern and very just like sleek and, you know, it's all like glass and, you know, these big plush chairs and the vintage room, whereas the Spring Street cigar is much more of like to my style where it's like the kind of just vintagey sort of like old sort of yeah. southern house style. So very two very nice. different feels, but two great shops. Um, as far as actually traveling somewhere location wise um i love going out to uh pebble beach in february for the pro-am because the the monterey carmel um 
um, Pebble Beach area is just absolutely gorgeous. I have not been there, but it's on the list. So, yeah, location-wise, just for, um, you know, like, scenery and, like, the drive down Highway 1 to Big Sur, because the tournament ends around 4 o'clock every day, so you have some time to kill at night, and I would just take my car <laughs> and, you know, drive down the highway, and it's just, I do it every year. It's, it's phenomenal. Nice. Tell me, what has been the your favorite moment and being with uh, Macanudo in the cigar industry here, or just as being in the cigar world, or your funniest moment that you've had in uh, being in the in the cigars? Um, so <laughs> there was <laughs> so, uh, so one of the funnier moments was it was Cigar Fest a couple of years ago. I think it was maybe three years ago, and uh, we were breaking down the booth, and as part of the sort of setup we had we had bales of tobacco so i assume you've seen like a bale of tobacco oh, they're yeah. large they're mm-hmm. heavy <laughs> yeah yeah they're very heavy that's heavy stuff so i'm like i you know i want to be helpful so i start to pick up this bale of tobacco and um one of our uh they're volunteers through like our laglorious society who come and help us and he's like don't lift this laurel i will lift this for you i'm like ryan it's fine i can carry it no big deal and it's so a bunch I of leaves carrying it all awkwardly <laughs> and i tripped over a pallet and i fell backwards in this in this um bale of tobacco fell on me and i literally looked like a squished bug under a rock <laughs> because i couldn't get this bale off of me and i'm like pinned on this pallet and i think it took people a second to come help me because it was just such a funny sight and it's just it's one of those like stupid quirky moments where right um and that the whole trip was so funny because like you know rick was there with us and you know we were um he had like taken a bathrobe from another hotel and he's like claiming he did it and then like showing up, you know, to get pizza in his bathroom. And it's just, it was just a really funny week. <laughs> nice. Very nice. <clears throat> um, and then, I don't know, as far as like, you know, best moments, I just, I like our sales meetings. I like going to the show and just being able to get together as a full company. You know, we yeah. all work remotely. So yeah, I see the reps, but I might only see them two or three times a year. So when we can all get together and, you know, you go out with your group of people that you're close with and actually just be able to connect on a personal level outside of work. I just really like that kind of stuff. That is, that is awesome. Can you, can you tell me a little bit about the uh, Inspirato line, the one, the black, the orange, the white, and the green and the red? Sure, like as far as blend. Yeah, just kind of go for the blends a little bit about each cigar like that, because uh, that that is so. I want people to know about that that it's out there to go find those and hunt those down. Sure. So we'll start with the white, which is going to be the most mellow. Um, And the white is great because I feel like it's a good embodiment of being a mellower cigar with a fuller flavor. You know, body and flavor are not always synonymous. And, you know, it's so different from the cafe series. So even if somebody wants something mellower, but they want something with a little bit more depth or complexity, um, you know, or spice, the white um, really delivers on that. So I smoke a ton of those, but it's going to be mellow. We're using a Connecticut shade that we grow in Ecuador as opposed to the cafe where we grow that domestically. Um, And then we're using Indonesian tobacco for the binder, which is going to give it a little bit of a floral aroma. Um, And then we're using two regions of Nicaraguan tobacco for the filler, as well as um, Mexican San Andrean. So you get a little bit of spice from the filler with the the Nicaraguan tobaccos and the Mexican tobacco. Um, But the the wrapper grown in Ecuador, um, it really just 
provides this balance where it's, it's creamy, it's smooth, but it has a little bit of like a white pepper quality to it. So there's just a whole lot going on for a mellow cigar. So um, I think it's personally, it's, I think it's very difficult to make a cigar that's mellow with such a full flavor. So I absolutely adore that one. Um, the Inspirata Orange, we talked about that a little bit earlier, but that was the one that was originally blended for our European market. Um, and that is primarily a Honduran blend. So we use Elantra San Augustine for the wrapper. Um, so if you're familiar with our CAO Osa, um, we also used it for that cigar. And it's not a it's not a wrapper that we use for a lot. And it's it really doesn't like that particular growing region, um, we're not getting a ton of tobacco from there. So it's a, it's a relatively limited wrapper that we use. Um, and then Hamastron Valley from Honduras for both the binder and the filler with the addition of Nicaraguan Ometepe um, and Dominican Piloto Cubano. So overall, the smoke is going to be medium bodied, smoother. You get a little bit of cedar, a little bit of uh, citrus. I feel like it starts out with a little bit of pepper, but it smooths out to be sweet. I mean, there's, you know this, like there's honestly so much going on there in that cigar. There is so much going on in that cigar. Just it, it just changes here. And it just it just keeps coming at you. As soon as you think, all right, this is, this is where it's going to be at, it just changes again. And you get these new great notes coming out of it. It is it's so complex, the, the flavors that are getting out of it. It is such a great cigar. But they all work well together. Oh, it's not yes. Like if you're it's... cooking and you over season something and you just have like all these weird flavors that you're, you know, your palate doesn't really know how to handle. <laughs> yeah, it's not like going from, from curry to, you know, scrambled eggs. It's not, it's not like that. It's, exactly. it's, it really, everything works really, really well balanced together. That sounds super unappealing, by the way. <laughs> yes, it does. Doesn't it? That's why I said that. I was like, that's where we're going to go there. <laughs> uh, and then we've got the black, which I know you said you had some familiarity with before this um yes i'm a huge fan of sumatra i love the sumatra uh, in there oh yes yes so we do the um the ecuador and sumatra for the binder and then we have all nicaraguan filler so nicaraguan esteli both uh seco and lajero variety so you get the strength from the lajero but the seco is going to balance it out with Mm -hmm. that flavor and then we are using a connecticut broadleaf maduro so very quintessential maduro wrapper you're getting the cocoa notes the coffee very smooth um a lot of smoke production and uh it's it's really an intimidating looking cigar, but it's only going to be medium, medium plus. Yeah, that's what I found it to be. Just about right at medium plus. Which is right in my yeah. wheelhouse. That's where I like I like a medium, medium plus cigar. And that's it was exactly in there. I was like, Dead gum, that's good. Same. If I'm gonna reach for a cigar, you know, if it's in the morning or after a meal and I want to pair something specifically, it might be different. But mm-hmm. overall I would say my profile is medium medium plus smoother a little bit of natural sweetness to it maybe a little bit of pepper thrown in there for interest which i think is why the orange just sits so well with me yes yes same here i'm the same same with that and tell me about the green coming out here soon yes so the green um it's going to be um fairly akin to that of the black as far as strength goes, but a completely different flavor profile. So it's actually the first time that we are using um, our Paraca tobacco from Brazil for a Macanudo cigar. So in general, we're really not using a lot of Brazilian tobacco for our full run Macanudo. The only mm-hmm. other one that has any sort of Brazilian tobacco is our Cru Royale. And that's Matafina as opposed to our Paraca. 
So the Arparaka wrapper is going to give it this really interesting balance of like earthiness, sweetness, a little bit of spice, um, kind of like the Cameroon. There's just something about the flavor that's difficult yeah, to pinpoint, yeah. but there's definitely no comparison. Um, then we're using Indonesian tobacco for the binder and then Colombian and Dominican mix for the filler. So overall, kind of that medium, medium plus range, but a little bit more of that like natural sweetness and the spice balance. So I am super, super excited about that one. And oh. you're going to have to let me know what you think of it when you smoke it. I sure will. Can't wait. Can't wait to get into that one as well. I'm a big fan of the Brazilian uh, tobacco as well. Uh, just great yeah. things coming out of there. And CAO it, does a lot of good, good things with the, uh, um, with the Brazilian in there as well. Oh yeah. Between the Brasilia <clears throat> and the Amazon basin mm-hmm. series. And, you know, and that's, what's great. You know, we felt like Rick was just hoarding all of our Brazilian tobacco. Like <laughs> <laughs> This is all mine. Don't play with my toys. Um, but you know that we're we're able to source tobacco from more unique regions like this and put it into something as you know heritage based as Macanudo. And so it's just we had the black, which is going to be more medium, medium plus, mm-hmm. and then we have the red, which I'll touch on. But you know the with the Brazilian tobacco and the green, it really just rounds out the portfolio so nicely flavor wise. It really does. It gives you a, a flavor profile for just any any anyone's palate. Whatever you're looking yeah. for, any time of the day, the cigar that you're wanting something, there's Macanudo puts out a cigar for that too as well. I mean, you can just do it. Uh, really well, being inventive with it. Sorry, go ahead. Macanudo is really being inventive with this. I'm really enjoying this line. Well, I really appreciate you saying that. Um, you know, it's it's something that we recognize with Macanudo, you know, for all the people who are saying they started out with a cafe series, specifically the Portofino for some reason mm-hmm. that must, you know, <laughs> that must've been everywhere. <laughs> um, but it's that people would smoke a Macanudo cafe and then to kind of like dip their toe in the water and then move on. And, you know, we don't want you to move away from the brand. We'd like you to be able to kind of move within it. So with the Inspirato series, you know, we still have the cafe in our core line. Sure. But you can go to the orange, which is a medium body. You can smoke the red, which is fuller body. You can smoke the, uh, the green, which is going to give you that Brazilian tobacco, that uniqueness from that. So it's really just kind of like a, a catch all brand right now where there's literally something for everybody oh there is Tr- truly is um, such a then, good line well i i'm happy that you are liking them and you know it's nice that you were able to try some of them that you haven't had before before we did this i know i was so happy when i got those cigars and of course i'm always like a kid in a candy store on christmas day <laughs> you know, when watching cigar- the, the ups yeah, yeah watching for the ups truck to come up there and i see it's a little box of like cigars i'm like I, th- I think those are cigars and you open it up and it is. Um, my wife's looking at me like you were 12. I went, yeah, I know. I know. I can't help it. It's cigars. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> then, then I give her the look of like, I'm not sharing. She goes, you have to share. <laughs> but I'd rather you be excited about them than be like, Oh yay, more cigars. Yeah, more sh- oh yeah. You don't want to be jaded about it. No, no, not at all. We're not here at all. Well, Laurel, I want to thank you so much for being on the show. This has been so great talking with you. And every time when you get a new cigar out, I want to reach out to you and, and get any more you know information and have uh, talk about the cigars that you know Macanudo is putting out. And it's a, such a pleasure to talk to you today. 
this was wonderful. I very much appreciate it, and I would love to be on a future show. Oh, that would be great. And I'm, I'm coming up with an idea of just having a show where when I talk to these people, it's kind of like a, a quick questions to get them on the spot and game show kind of thing going on. So what, mm, may- I, don't know if I, I don't know if I'm down with this. <laughs> <laughs> we do an episode on the show every week, and, it, and it's called Ask Melissa. And it's so people write in questions, and I love, okay. I love giving those to, to my wife, the, the questions and, and what she comes up with sometimes which is it's, awesome which is just greatness so i think we're going to start that too up as well so you may be the first guinea pig on that uh <laughs> hey that's fine yeah uh to get you in but thank you once again for being on the show it's been an honor and privilege to have you here no this has been really so fun and i really appreciate you reaching out and um you know that we were able to have this chat and uh, i'm really happy that you enjoyed the cigars as well i mean first and foremost like that is what i'm very happy about <laughs> is that you enjoyed the product <laughs> yeah very very much so so, all right. Well, thank you very much. Well, it was nice, really, really nice talking with uh, Laurel from Macanoodle Cigars. Isn't she a riot? Yeah. I mean, y'all would have a blast together. Y'all would have so much fun. I think she'd like this vodka. <laughs> she probably would. And, you know, we I, I kid, kid around with her about, uh, you know, we give you the questions of the week about having her on the show, trying to get her kind of regular on here to, to go with you to answer some of these questions. So you don't feel so alone when we have... Uh, Yes, misery does love company. When we do the, you know, ask Melissa. Oh, did you applaud again? <laughs> yeah. Thank you. If I say the Melissa, there's just going to be trying to pause. Now, maybe just this episode, because it's kind of a lot of taxing stuff I got to do every single time. But if I'm thinking if that comes around and it's, you know, the Melissa, we're going to do an applause. I need that to carry around with me all day long. <laughs> I bet you do. Sometimes I just need a little pick me up yeah. and I think a little... Because you're smart enough, you're good enough, and dosh darn it, people like you. All right, Mr. Smalley. (laughs) (laughs) The fun I'm going to have with this new thing. The new toy. Yeah, Yeah. and and the other things I'm going to put in here, the sound bites, uh, are going to be freaking awesome. This is a great, this Roadcaster Pro, I am so happy with and what it's doing. Uh, just, just phenomenal. So it's well, got a lot of shiny buttons and it is bouncing bars. It does. And, yeah. And uh, we had the uh, 4th of July yesterday. That was a good day. It was a beautiful day. It was a beautiful day. We were able to, uh, my son was able to come over and his fiance was able to come over, uh, later that evening and, uh, we got in the pool and what did we do? We watched independence day in the pool, alien movie and put the, uh, TV out there by the pool, didn't we? The one I built mm-hmm. you. So we were able to watch the movie sitting in the pool. The TV cabinet. He didn't build the TV. Yeah, not the TV, but I built the cabinet that holds the TV. And uh, we drank uh, tequila shita margaritas. We actually drank tequila shita watermelon and basil margaritas. It was a good day. Isn't that good stuff? So what I did for that is I made the regular margaritas like I do, but I also then I muddled basil leaf uh, with a little bit of uh, granular sugar in there and kind of to help break those down and i put a little simple syrup in that just to help give it a little little kick to it to get the oils and stuff going and then i just uh poured that uh strain that off into your glass and then we had some watermelon juice uh from the store that we put inside of that into the margarita which gave it that margarita and basil uh tequila sheila margarita i could do more of those today Yes, that yes, was that was a good. Fine, refreshing cocktail. Yeah, so it was a great fourth. Uh, we cooked out fajitas, and uh, I made some Mexican rice with it, 
And uh, we just had a great, you did those jalapeno popper peppers from the garden as well. Because we, we uh, have our garden going. We try to do everything from our garden. It's, that's one of the things that we love doing is pulling vegetables from the garden. So we had plenty of peppers and I made salsa from the garden as well. From so the I, garden. I used the sure uh, onions and I used the jalapenos and I used the uh, tomatoes from the garden. So that was uh, good stuff. I'm making you a, lo- a zucchini lasagna today. Oh, that's right. You are, aren't you? From yeah. the garden. From the garden. So if you get a chance experiment, grow your little container garden, and uh, reap some of the, the benefits of that. Because that is nothing like cutting something from the vine, bring it inside, cleaning it up, and then cooking with it. How well the flavor is better. I mean, that is straight from, well, like your basil. It's uh, from farm to bar, baby. Right. <laughs> it started off just bar ingredients, and then we sort of... Get into other stuff. But we always seem to uh, incorporate good stuff with our cocktails as well from the garden because that's nothing like getting that fresh there you were making some uh, mint mojitos too for tyler oh yeah oh yeah the i made coconut. him a mint yeah i made him a uh, mint and i used the mint from our garden as well yeah. to use the uh, mint mo- mojitos which were just amazingly good too as well and he was very happy with that to drink those it was a good day so it was an all-around good day we hope everyone had a safe and good fourth of july and uh, was able to spend it with any family you could and enjoy because it was a great day that's really what it's about is celebrating our freedom and the greatness of this country that uh, we can sit back and enjoy a movie in our pool or we can uh, smoke, smoke a cigar, a cigar. Yeah, yeah smoke a cigar and have a drink and uh, that's the greatness of this country and so we did that and and uh tyler of course took home i gave him some more cigars <laughs> of course he did and of course i put the gave him a, a nice bag that i had to put him in and i put humi smart packs in his bag so that they would be taken care of and so he was, you know, once again, come over and get some cigars. Yeah, we're going to get you some cigars. Put those in there in the bag for him with the human smart. So I know they're going to be taken care of. You're a good and dad. Well, yes, I do try to be. I really, really do try to be. And uh, he didn't smoke any cigars yesterday because he was just, he had been working and had gotten off work and was just beat down tired. He's like, I just, I just can't, dad. I'm not done. I said, no, hey, well, no worries, son. But he did want something to take with him. So I gave him something to go. And uh, so that was really nice. But uh, I did uh, throw in a uh, Nova cigar for him in there as well. So I was, I know I'm keep giving away my Nova cigars. But I just gave him a dirty look. <laughs> they weren't from your pack. They okay. were just from, from the, the regular pack that we have of Nova cigars. Because they are just so freaking awesome. It's just every week I would be smoking those cigars. Rob had a good suggestion yesterday that I need my own humidor. <laughs> I'll have to start a uh, a GoFundMe for that, or a uh, see how many people. I'm just gonna call dibs on <laughs> on one of the humidors we already have. I don't think so. We don't have room for any I more don't humidors. Think so. Yeah, we had we were uh, we did an interview uh, for Rob. He interviewed us uh, for his show Cigar Talk. So if you get a chance, he's going to be playing on. Uh, I think it's tonight or tomorrow night that it's coming out. And so he, our our interview will be on Cigar Talk. So listen to Rob and Bryant. They are great. They're some of the guys that I listen to every single week that I just throw, thoroughly enjoy. And he really got me into doing podcasting. He was really a mentor to me. And, you know, I, I really look up to Rob and what he's doing with his show and how he's doing it. And he's been very, very kind to me. He's always a great pleasure to see me. Remember we met, I met him here a couple of weeks ago over in Frisco. Um, and it was just a good time. In Fuegos? Mm-hmm. It was the first time No, I'd... it wasn't in Fuegos. Oh, I met him over... Would, yeah. Yeah, he was going to he in was, Fuegos the next right, day. Right, I'm, right. It's in there somewhere. It's in my head somewhere. It was the first time anybody had ever interviewed me. It was. What about you? 
Have you been interviewed before? Yeah, I've been interviewed before. Uh, Nick from uh, Cigar Pulpit interviewed me here, mm-hmm. um, you know, a few weeks ago, and I was on his show, and then I was on uh, uh, Cigar Liquors and More's website and their podcast. So that was a uh, that was a good time. So yeah, I've been interviewed before. So. I was a little concerned. I thought you know it was going to be like a Jerry Springer episode. He was going to get me to cry or something, but no, it was good. Yeah, they're usually not anything like that. They're usually just having a conversation. It's just, they're no different from doing a regular hearth. It's just like that. We were hanging out and doing stuff. It, it was, was a fun. good time. Yeah. So listen to his show, too, as well, the, the Cigar Talk. You're going to like that. It's a great show. And we're going to be on it this week, which is kind of cool. So I'd like to also talk about the Ask Melissa question this week. Uh-oh. It's t- it's, oh, my it's goodness. Speaking of making Melissa cry. It's time for that. And I don't know what's, let's just, I don't know what this button does, but we're going to hit this for the sound effects. So it's time for Ask Melissa. <gasps> I love that button. It's like magic. <laughs> yeah. So it's time for the Ask Melissa. So would you rather rule the world or live in a world with absolutely no problems at all? And I think the scorpion in you says, I want to rule the world <laughs> so I can fix it. And then, and then there would just, be no problems. And then there would be no problems. Or you just go, you know what, I'm going to start out with, there's no problems, but I'm not ruling the world. I'm not in control. So this is playing on your controlism. I'm trying to control my control <laughs> issues, okay? Just, so. I think I would rather, I think I'd rather just live in a world with no problems. A world with no problems? Yeah. You know, I tend to agree with that. I'd rather just live in a world with no problems. Uh, no problems whatsoever. You know, just everything is, everyone's happy. Everyone gets along. Everyone does the right thing all the time. And I think that would be the best way to go. Because if I have to rule it, I know what I would be like. Because like, being here at the house and having five dogs who have all different personalities on them and going, and I'm still have no control over our dogs. You have no I'm like, control. I would, no, I would have no control over no control. control over this country or the world. Just wouldn't happen. Speaking of having so, no control over a dog, where is Nola? Yeah. Yeah. See what I mean? So yeah. it's it'd be Nola's. like trying to uh, rule you, and I already know that that's not ever going to happen. So uh, it's just yeah, I would have to go for you. Just peace gave and tranqu- up already. Yeah, I'd just go for peace and tranquility constantly with you. So that would be that would be that would be good. I think a world with no problems is probably very um open to interpretation so no it's pretty easy there's no problems no problems there's not even that question because there's no problems hmm. okay well there you go Unless we're gonna, okay, well, that's good well that, that's a good one i thought that was a interesting question to do because i know you're going to have a conflict mm-hmm. of interest with your controlism it's like, very oh, selfless of me isn't it to <laughs> want to give up control <laughs> Yes, yes, But then that's me. Play that button again. That was a good button. Which one? The magic button. The magic button? Yeah. Oh. oh. A world with no problems. Yeah. I'm not not getting it. (laughs) I like that button. Just put my name next to that button. Yeah, I know. It's also, what's cool about this board is that you can color code the different buttons, and these are the sound pads that it has on it. And so I've got that button. It just happens to be pink. So I thought of you when it was there. I went, okay, I like that one. That is my button. Yeah, and I can add different different sound effects in that. So how are you liking the uh, Inspirato Orange? It's good. It's um, it's a little peppery, but not too peppery. Oh, I get like a tiny, tiny bit of pepper. I mean, just barely any pepper in yeah. it. Yeah. Well, that's what I said. Oh, okay. See? 
open to interpretation. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it is a great tasting cigar, isn't it? I mean, it's a it's a good anytime. It's really a any a good it's, anytime cigar. I could smoke that with coffee in the morning. I could do it for in the afternoon, or I could just do it in the in the evening kind of cigar. It really encompasses quite a bit of without being overpowering on anything. It's a pretty good cigar. It's like an almond roca. And I get some of the, I get the, the almond and the buttery creaminess to it mm-hmm. and still with a dash of that leather in there and still a little bit of that on the lingering part of that is some of that citrus that I just get yeah. on my lips and the uh, corners of my tongue. Just really, really enjoying that. How many corners do you have of your tongue? Well, I've got two. I've got either side of my tongue going around. Mm-hmm. What do we have coming up next week? Um, well, I don't know if we're there yet, are we? No, we're not there yet. Really? Yeah, you're not looking at the chart. We just did the Ask Melissa. What? Could, so that's number seven. What does number eight say? I was still looking at number six. Yeah, we're going to get back to that. Uh, don't worry about that. We're going to get back to that. Which is normally we talk. We also talk about the, you know, I want you to go to the Good Cigar to register for or gift for our gift giveaways, and it's at the Good Cigar. You can find us on Instagram at the Good Cigar, and you can find us on YouTube at the Good Cigar. And Twitter, The Good Cigar. Uh, but I really want you you know, listen to the show, tell friends about the show, and get registered at the website. We don't sell the, your information. It's really your name and your, your email address. We can uh, get hold of you for the giveaways, and you can listen for your name. And that's what gets you entered in. And I put it in the randomizer and get into the uh, for to winning that. Plus, we have all our great swag. So I am getting, you know, we already have patches, which I've ordered more, and they're going to be in here this week. New patches are coming in this week. And we have the stickers and the decals in our shirts, but I've also ordered, and they'll be coming in here sometime soon. They haven't sent me the notice yet, but I've got poker chips on their way. Nice. So those are going to be really, really nice to have. Those A new. lot of people collect those, don't they? Oh, yeah, yeah. Poker chips are really, really cool. So we were getting really low on patches, so I've updated those, and I'm working on a couple new shirt designs, too. To oh, I was going to say, I want some girl-cut t-shirts. Yeah. Yeah, we can get that. We can have, we're going to have that happen there. All, the shirts are all kind of... They're nicely cut anyway, but uh, especially the gray ones, really, really nice. So check that out. Go to thegoodcigar.com, and if you need to email me or have a comment about the show, or if you have a question for Ask Melissa. So I came up with this question because I just happened to see it, so I wanted to put it on there. So I didn't use anybody's question this week. But if you have an Ask Melissa question, you email me at alromanatthegoodcigar.com, or put that in the comments when you register for your giveaways and ask Melissa, and we use your question on the air, I'm going to send you out a free shirt. Free swag. Free cool swag. So with that, it's time to get to this week's contest. Oh, no. Uh, the winners from the, from winners from last week's contest. Yeah, I'm getting ahead of myself there. You are so ahead of yourself. You're uh, no. ahead of your time, actually. So are you ready to uh, hear the winner? This is the winner from last week's contest, which, gets, which got a Nova cigar, a Phoenix cigar, and a patch, and a decal. A little bottle of and a bottle of tequila, tequila Sheila in Sheila. there. Yes, they did. And I sent the cigar out with a Humi Smart in there, so you know that cigar is fresh too as well. Perfect. Yeah. Who's so, our winner? So our winner this week is a Chris Cifuentes. All right, Chris. Chris Cifuentes. Congratulations. Listen to that crowd. Go Listen wild. to that crowd go wild. <laughs> <laughs> And so we're going to give him a hand, and that was awesome. Chris Cifuentes, you are the winner of uh, this week. So you have one week to get hold of me to let me know that you are the winner, 
And you can email me uh, at the alromanthegoodcigar.com, or you can go to the website, thegoodcigar.com, and email me from there. Or on Instagram, The Good Cigar. You can uh, get with me on the Instagram as well if you follow us on Instagram. And uh, we'll get back to you and uh, let you know, uh, and I'll get your address from you and get the shirt, or I'm sorry, the, the swag, cool swag sent out to you. Nice. And the two cigars, which that was good. So this week's contest, you know, I'm going to give away a Nova cigar every time because I want to spread the good word about Nova cigars. We're going to make Nova big. Yeah, make Nova big. And we even talked with Rob on there. He asked what we were smoking during our interview. And I was like, well, I'm smoking the the Nova. I mean, that's just what I'm doing. I'm smoking the Nova Sultan. It's just a great cigar. I love all of them. It's either that or the Platinum. I mean, I'm just going with all of them. I was smoking the Congress yesterday. You were smoking the Congress yesterday, which you thoroughly enjoy. So that was a great... Just great cigars. So I'm going to put those in that with every pack. and But this week, too, as well, I'm going to throw a Macanudo cigar in there. Oh. Yeah, so you're going to get two cigars on this on this one here, a Macanudo, and you're going to get a Nova cigar. And you're also going to get a patch of decal and, of course, the Tequila Sheila, everybody's favorite Tequila Sheila in there as well. So make sure you go to Al Rotman at thegoodcigar.com and email me, or go to our website and register at the good cigar there and just put your name and email into that for a registration and if you don't win this time or if you didn't win last time hey keep your name stays in there so you still have a chance to win every single week so keep listening to the show for your name to be called on the good cigar very cool yeah should try that tequila and a watermelon margarita i know that would be good wouldn't it so the next you know what time it is now what time is it baby? it's time for the menage a trois cigars of the week and i don't know what this button does but we're going to do it Time for the Menage a Trois Cigars of the Week. That's a Twilight Zone. <laughs> I don't know. It's some kind of scary sound thing. Here. Yeah. I don't know. That's just playing with the soundboard. <laughs> it was either that or I think the... Oh. Crickets. No, yeah, so I don't even know what crickets. that one does. So, no. uh, yeah, we're going to keep We're going to keep playing with it. So I'm... <laughs> I like that. Dude. I like that every time we t- tell a joke that just slightly off key. Yeah, it's either going to get crickets. Yeah. 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 That's kind of cool. It's a little to, flat. Yeah, yeah, that's the way it goes. So, hey, this week, uh, Menage a Trois, I went back to one I haven't smoked for, in the uh, last couple of weeks. And it's one of my go-tos that I regularly like, but you kind of get in a rut. And then I got out of the rut. Now I want to get back into this good rut. And that is the McAuliffe Medallia. That's a good rut to be that's, in. <laughs> that's an awesome rut to be in. I mean, you don't want to be anywhere else except that kind of rut. I went, damn. And it reminded me again how good the McAuliffe brands are and what they do and how good the medallia is, especially. And I, I'm with I'm with Dan Thompson on this, the president of McAuliffe, that I like the Toro. Absolutely love the Toro, the flavor balances that are in there and the flavors that I get out of that. So then also this week, I smoked the OM. Number two. And I got to say, that is a tasty... You know, I fell in love with the number one. I mean, it was just You were smoking that yesterday, weren't you? I smoked a number one the other day, and then yesterday... I smoked a no uh, OM number number two. And I'm telling you, at the... I wasn't counting or anything, but every time I saw you yesterday, you had a cigar in your hand. It was a good day for you. It was a, a very good day to celebrate the 4th. Um, with the, the wonderful weather we have here, out here at the uh, Good Cigar Lounge. And if you can't tell, there's a, there's a nice breeze. You may hear You may hear the wind chimes and the birds and the Texas locusts that are out in the tree, the katydids, as they're called. And uh, we're just, I mean, this is the perfect time. Us sitting out here drinking 
and smoking a fine cigar, this Macanudo cigar, and drinking this uh, vo- this vodka. That pool is calling me, so... Uh, I know. It, it is me, too. We had such a great time with it yesterday. And then also for the third cigar this week that I smoked is one another one that I've gone back to in here, which I absolutely love, and that's the Amendola Special. I got to... Yeah, we are the muscle, right? That's their hashtag. Hashtag we are the muscle. That's a good cigar. It's just a great cigar that I really, really enjoy um, and absolutely love. And so that, that's something you know else what? to try I, this I week. I need an Amandela later on today. I haven't had one of those in a while, and that's a really good cigar. Well, I know they got a C to hook you up. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like we're going to have to work out a deal. <laughs> okay, baby. What do, you, what do you got in trade, baby? Mm. <laughs> My goodness. All right, Jim Belushi. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I've got some a uh, little bit of cigar news. You know, we announced uh, last week the Collective Smoke, right? Yes. So Big I wanted, Yes. And I wanted to tell everybody about the Martina Cigars and my monthly prize pack that they're putting out. And it's on the Instagram right now, and it's just for Instagram. So go to Instagram, look at up Martina Cigars, my monthly cigars. You can go to our Instagram. I've posted it on there because it's the Collective Circle and, and my Martina Cigars and my monthly cigars and this big giveaway that they're giving away. And so be listening next week to the Cigar Pulpit because that's where we're going to announce. Uh, they're going to announce the winner for the winner for every week for the next four weeks. They've got this prize pack going out. So that's going to be hey, four only do winner. that if you like winning really cool stuff. Yeah. 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 Just uh, do that. And we're going to do that. And so go to Cigar Pulpit next week to listen to there because they're going to announce that. And then the following week, we're going to announce the winner on our show. So and then I think after that, it's the uh, down to the nub. And then after that, it's the uh, straight cut at the very end for the last the last one right there. And it, it does so much. So one of the rules you have to do to follow that is you follow each one of our podcasts. So follow the Good Cigar, follow the Cigar Pulpit, the Straight Cut, and down to the nub. Follow those guys. Let them know that you appreciate them. And you got to follow Martina Cigars and my monthly cigars. And uh, you're going to get entered in to win the prize pack every week that they're giving away right there. So that's a heck of a deal. And uh, I really enjoy being part of this group of these guys and these podcasters because we're going to, you know, we're trying to change and get the word out about some really good information. And and I think it's it's a group effort because we're we're very social, all of us. And we get along very, very well. And uh, it's just a good group. So listen to ours. Follow us on Instagram. Yeah, that's an important part of that. Rob Jones. Rob Jones' Cigar Talk, which is awesome. So make sure you listen to his show as well and uh, our interview on there. Let me know what you think and uh, see uh, who, uh, if you think I should have won the contest instead oh, of Melissa. Oh, please. Email me at Al Roman at The Good Cigar and I'll send you out a decal. No, you were not <laughs> robbed. No. I'm not trying to buy any votes or anything for that. <laughs> she's getting a really good cigar that she's him. So I was like, ah, dang it. I'm going to make you watch me smoke that cigar, too. Yes, I know. I know. So I've got some, uh, once again, interesting news. I always like to do this interesting news on the show, right? So officials seek owner of $190,000 worth of gold bars left on a Swiss train. So somebody got on. They found my gold. (laughs) That's what I'm thinking. So it said uh, authorities in Switzerland said they are trying to track down the owner of $190,000 worth of gold bars left behind on a train. 
Officials said the gold was found in October 2019, but they are now appealing to the public for information about months of investigative fail to determine the origins of the precious metal. So they can't find the owners of this 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 gold bars that were left on this train. And I'm thinking, what, who, who, who how is that? that possible? How is that possible that someone just leaves that kind of gold on that much gold on a train? Just, there's you know a what? there's a cool backstory to that somewhere. Yeah, you would think, all right, even if the guy was, say, murdered for it, right, because it was a mob hit or something like that, right, and they were stealing his, stealing the gold or something, they would have taken the gold. They wouldn't have just... Uh, yeah, it's a trick. They want somebody to come forward and claim it and so claim they can it so arrest they can go, it. They can find out. All right, you know, I don't think it's a trick. I, I, maybe the, he's hiding out like, nope, because if the mob knows I did it or whoever the gangsters were that knows I took that gold... They, they laundered the money. Sorry about that. They relit my cigar. They they laundered the money. They did. So I don't know how they did it or what. But who leaves that? I mean, I get I get mad when I leave my uh, my little uh, headphones on the like where did I put my glasses? And those are and I take those cheap I buy those cheap headphones. Why do we have dogs? Why do we even you have dogs? started that? Yeah, I don't know why we have dogs. They're just irritating. I, there was they're chasing a squirrel or something. I hear, hey, you know, but we're on the Good Cigar Lounge. We're out enjoying a cigar, and we're enjoying, enjoying this Macanudo Inspirado Orange, which is just so good. And we're enjoying it with this great, it's really, really good great vodka. vodka. Yeah, this uh, Regalia Silver, which is uh, just with some ice, just really super smooth. I say we get a goldfish. You want a fish Instead tank? of the dogs? Yeah. Yeah, I'm all for that. Yeah. yeah I'm something over the dogs. quiet. A guppy. No, okay. Yeah, I don't think fish make much noise. They don't. They're the perfect, perfect pet. And if they die, then you just flush them down the toilet and you get a new one. Exactly. <laughs> it's just that I easy. I think I've stumbled onto a great plan. So how are you enjoying so today, your... This, are we giving away dogs the next package? Oh, we might. That may be the next prize pack, but then we may get no more listeners after that. They'll be like, hell no, we heard those dogs on the show. We are not doing any more of that. So what are you thinking about the uh, Macanudo Inspirado? I like this. This 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 one can go in my plan in my in your wheelhouse. My repertoire. Yeah, yeah. Rep- is that the right word? Repertoire. repertoire? Yeah, yeah. Your your Rolodex, your uh, file cabinet. My wheelhouse. Your, my yeah, your wheelhouse. Yeah, it's it's really good. And with the regalia, like I said, the note it hasn't had any uh, very much flavor change. But I've, I I enjoy a cigar like that too. That from the first I start it and line it up. To the end, it's the same because it's just a goodness, right? If it's a good cigar. And that one has been a really great cigar from front to end. Getting down a little bit towards the middle and towards the end. I hate saying this. I'm getting the citrus. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I told you. You're going to get some of I that know, in there. You told me. Yeah, I know. We're developing that palate of yours, right? We're developing the palate and doing that. So that's good. Do you know how hard that was for me to admit? That I was right? <laughs> I can't even say that. <laughs> go ahead, say it again. People no. Will, people will say no. It. Go ahead and say it. Go ahead no. and say it. Please say it no. one more time. I want to do the sound effects. Oh, you were right. Yeah, thank 
you. I want to thank all the people <laughs> on my way to the top. I stepped on the way to the top. Uh. <laughs> well, remember, life is too short for bad cigars or bad liquor. I want to thank everyone that we had on the show this week and also for the great cigars that we were able to uh, have. And remember, go to our website, and we will see you next time on The Good Cigar. I'll be back. Bye, y'all.